Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is October the 21st. This is D, right? It is? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you like looked at your watch right when I said it. Um, I don't know what day it is. Yeah. So this is the 21st episode of this horror movie review. I'll probably never have a name for it, and that's fine. Not everything needs a title. Just it's how it makes you feel. That's what's important. But any hoozle. So this is the 21st episode, and um, I went with a, well, I was going to go with the old school original film, uh, Night of Living Dead, the version from 68, 68. Um, and then when I started it, I kind of thought about the remake version from 1990. I actually watched the remake one more times. Um, I have a ton more memories from that one, uh, one day I'll, I'll go back and watch the original. But character-wise, I like what they did with 1990 version. And actually, George Romero changed up how people act in the newer one, and he actually appreciated it a little bit more because Barbara is garbage water in the original version. Um, she does nothing but cry on the couch when Ben is taking care of everything in the house and dealing with a racist guy. That wants to just be in charge. And and then she just gets eaten. And that's the end of Barbara. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because when you were describing this movie. So when Otis was trying to get me to. When we were trying to decide on a movie. He was kind of explaining like the general plot. And why this movie is important. And he said you know this movie is important. Because it was the first um, black lead in a film. That we had really ever seen. Um up to that point in 1968 and in watching the 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 version we did watch the 1990 version um i can see why it was so important but at the same time i could t- like without even knowing that they had made changes i could tell that there was definitely changes made because it didn't feel like he was necessarily the lead i definitely felt like her him and barbara were co-leads yeah like they both have played equal part um, in the fighting of the zombies, in the like making of the plan and everything. Like they, it was two of them. It wasn't just the one character. Yeah, that that was one big thing that they fixed because that actually made me sad when because Barbara, uh, honestly, the whole movie in the original, she's just inconsolable and freaking out, which is reasonable. She just saw her brother die, and then people just try to eat her the whole yeah. time. But, um, yeah, Ben has his shit about him the entire movie. Well, it, while, we were, while we were watching this version, I remember you saying that um, it was mainly the, the guy that was in charge. And in watching this version, like, I, I didn't know that her part had changed that much. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that in the older version she was crying on the couch. So learning that now, like looking at the 1990 film while we were watching it, I was like, damn, they like seriously put a woman up there in the 60s. Like she was fighting. She was like doing her thing. I was super proud. I was like, damn, that's some sweet ass feminism that they put in that shit in 1968 because she was whooping ass. But now that he's told me that it that they changed it and made her more way more badass in in this newer version, it makes total sense. It's much more realistic to the times and. It's crazy because um, a lot of people gave, well, not a lot of people, the right amount of people 
uh, gave George Romero a lot of guff for casting a black guy as a lead. Uh, but he, he simply said that that dude gave the best like tryout for it. And he didn't really give a shit if he was white, brown, yellow, gray. It's just that dude did the best. And if you're mad about it, you should have did better in the, the casting call. But uh, it, it was weird. It was like a, a, a coin flip. You couldn't have a strong black character lead and a strong woman for some reason. I, I, people would have just extra lost their minds. In the 60s? Yeah. In 68? Yeah. Yeah. You only got one, so. No, you can only have one. There's, there's, you can't have two minorities. Yeah, just like, going just for it. Just going for it. Yeah. No one would, not no one, women would have seen that movie and people of color would have seen the movie. But the broader white male audience probably would have boycotted the movie and it would have been a whole thing. A lot thing. of people would have been hot about it. So, anywho, if you didn't understand, Night of the Living Dead. So we watched the 90s version. Uh, I'm going to do a lot of jumps back and talk about the original, especially with uh, certain characters. Um, the way they think and how they act is uh, a bit different from the original one. And the ending is actually... Um, a lot different and it makes me sad i actually appreciate the original's ending but then certain people aren't alive at the end or they are alive it, it it's kind of flipped but um we'll i'll talk about the original ending and i'll see how you feel about it but it's like the best part of the movie it, it you hop on that feels train and you're like fuck so the 90s version i watched this a ton when i was a child um way too young like once again this is one of the ones, um, I don't know if it was on HBO or Cinemax, but it was one of those ones that popped up all the time. And I just remember uh, one of the biggest things I remember is Tony Todd. He was Ben in this movie. Uh, I think an amazing uh, actor. And it's cool because soon enough, he, we're going to watch Candyman and he's a super bad guy. And he's great. And anytime I can see Tony Todd, actually this will be... When we watch Candyman, that's two times. I gotta make sure not to say it three more. Um, when we watch that movie, that will be his third time being in this uh, movie review marathon. He was in Final Destination, and um, this movie, and and then Candyman is three. Uh, but yeah, no, he's amazing. And anytime you can see him or he's cast in something, he's fucking great. You uh, can't say his name five times. That's the rule. And then when I go to the restroom and turn off the light, he's gonna hook, hook me in the gut. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, it starts out the same way. Honestly, um, this version, the 90 version, is almost shot for shot with the 68 uh, screenplay. So the same, the same steps go. Um, uh, Barbara and her brother Johnny uh, are heading up to the cemetery to visit their mom. Johnny's talking shit on the mom, and he doesn't understand why they have to go up there so much. And he's messing with Barbara the whole time. And the line, um, very iconic, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And he's fucking with it the whole time. Um, tons of movies, you know, nod toward it. My favorite version of it is from Shaun of the Dead, which I think is an amazing zombie movie. But um, Shaun's mom, her name is Barbara. You know, uh, Shaun's calling her on the phone, and he's like, hey, we're gonna come pick you up, and she's like, well, I don't want to be a bother, and they're like, we're coming to get you, Barbara, and they, like, yell it into the phone, and then they go on their way to pick her up, but, um, 
So Johnny's just dicking with her, and they're at her gravestone, and you just see this weird guy just kind of limp up toward him, and he's fucked up and grabs on Barbara, and she fights off, fights her way off of him, and it you can tell this movie's a lot more graphic, but it, it's weird. I'll explain later, but they actually pull back on the the graphicness of the movie because they didn't want to sully the originals version, but there are quick moments of crazy graphicness um johnny gets tripped up with the zombie and he like cracks his head open on like like a gravestone and it i was like fuck he's dead and yeah, so his neck's bent in a oh, straight hell crazy so barbara is r- running off running for her life just crazy uh, she hops in the car doesn't have the keys pulls the e-brake and the car rolls backwards pretty far Crashes into a tree and she scoots off. Um, so Barbara gets to the iconic farmhouse where a ton of this movie's at. And she meets Ben. Ben's driving his way up in his shitty truck. They meet up. Uh, ben is doing work with a crowbar. And he's he's beating the shit out of these zombies. And so they get together and they're, uh, they plan on staying at the farmhouse until they get more information. And then hopefully they can find gas. And then keep moving, because Ben wants to keep keep moving. That that seems to be the smartest idea he's got. Uh, and then you find out there was a family and a couple in the basement. Um, they were hiding out, kind of waiting out everything. Uh, so the Cooper family, they are the uh, the low tier antagonists. Well, just the the dad, honestly. Um, douchebag. Douchebag McGee, honestly. The mom's she's pretty cool, and then the daughter. She got bit, so she's sick and laying there. That's always that's one trope in zombie movies. Not everybody can be healthy. At least that's one always, person. Always in every zombie movie you will ever see, one of the main people gets a bite. Yeah. And they hide it. Yeah. For forever until the very end, and then it's like, yeah, somebody's just gonna get fucked. Yeah. So it's 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 the whole situation of. You think everything's going good, and then there's a problem from the inside out, and then usually that problem causes more things to go haywire. So, uh, I got Harry Cooper. Um, he's a piece of shit. Um, I understand his... He has intentions. He wants to protect his family, and the daughter already got bit, so he's already... Guilty. Yeah. And so... Feeling a lot of guilt about he that. He wants to protect them, and so he's like, hey, we're going to stay in the cellar because it's safe. There's only one way in, so if we protect that, we're good. Ben is not keen on the idea, just like in the original. He did not want to go to the cellar because there's only one way in and there's one way out. If zombies are just piling in through that door, they will not get out. And they'll be stuck down there with a fuck ton of zombies. So um, that's the one of the biggest arguments in this movie of what they're going to do. Because Ben is kind of in charge above. And uh, Cooper is in charge below. and But both of them kind of want a little bit of what the other person has. And then they fight about it. Um, the In zombie movies, there's always undertones in it. Um, but one of the biggest metaphors in these movies is about cooperation. Um, and so the zombies, um, they're all different races, sexes. Heights, sizes, whatever. Well, I mean, and they cooperate. They were all white. There was, yeah, okay. 
But they cooperate 100%. They don't care. They see something. Oh, that's the goal. And they work together, rip all the doors, break the windows as a group. There's no fighting. There's no one in charge. And they go in and take care of the problem. Humans, the smarter people, they have weapons. We can use our thumbs. We, someone has to be in charge for some reason. And that's one of the other themes, the hyper-masculinity. Um, that always pops up in zombie movies. Someone's got to be in charge. And, and somebody, it's the problem. And that's what is the downfall of the humans in this movie. There's always two alpha males. Yeah. In zo- almost always in zombie movies. There's two alpha males, and they disagree with the path that they think the group should take, and then it causes chaos. Yeah. And it's it's sad because if they just work together, um, for a chunk of the movie, they're looking for the keys to a gas pump that's outside. And if they can get to that gas, they can drive away and everybody will be moderately safe. And so there's this big argument about it and they're looking for the keys. If Cooper would just have helped and not been so much an asshole, and if Ben wasn't as... He was a bit of an asshole, too. I'm not going to lie. If they worked together, they could have easily found the keys that were in the cellar. Named, they had a, a tag on them said, gas pump. Um, it's funny, toward the end of the movie, they actually find them when it doesn't mean anything anymore. And Ben laughs to himself. You know, one of those ironic laughs, like, well, shit, that was really easy to find. A lot of people died for these keys. So, one of the biggest plans, um, a ton of zombies pop up. There's a lot of killing, a lot of headshots. Um, they start boarding up the place, and Cooper is against this plan. There's a scene where Barbara is looking out of the windows, and she kind of talks to herself, but she says, the zombies are so slow. And Ben's like, what, what, what do you mean by that? And she's like, we could walk past them. They're really not that dangerous if we just keep moving. So Ben, being way more reasonable than Cooper, says, well, yeah, we could do that, but how far are we going to have to walk? And we have the sick kid. We can't do that yet. Um, it sucks. Uh, if they just kind of... <laughs> well, that's the whole situation with this. One bite and you're done. If you get hurt too much, you're done. If you twist an ankle, you're useless to everybody. So no one really wants to take someone else's idea they kind of want to do their idea which is probably in the zone of comfort comfortableness like cooper wants to stay in the cellar because he's been in the cellar for a couple of hours and zombie hasn't popped up yet so he's like no let's do this ben is fine with being in a house because he's been in a vehicle for a while fighting zombies so he's like if we lock this house up we're fine and we can stay here and then we can sneak off later Barbara is kind of like the weird one. Uh, she's very crazy at first, but then she calms down, and she's honestly the most reasonable one. Uh, she's kind of in the middle, uh, argument-wise. She leans a little bend to the bend angle, but um, she's honestly toward the middle, and she she sees... <laughs> I don't know. She sees the right answer, and honestly, with zombies, if you just keep moving, they can't get you but if you're out and open and you're tired or something fall you know you break something then they'll get you so 
Um, they come up with a plan to go get the gas because they find a set of keys. Ben has the iconic scene where he grabs a, um, a leg from a table, wraps up in cloth, sets it on fire, and he goes out and fights off the zombies where they can get the car started to drive to the pump. Um, this version was pretty cool. It's awesome to see in color. But the original one, the 68 version of Ben fighting off the zombies with fire, um, that's one scene I'll never forget. Uh, it was awesome when I was younger and watched it. And um, I haven't seen it in a while, but I know uh, whenever I watch this, watch the original, the 68 version, it's going to be one of the coolest scenes. And God, it's fucking cool. It's, it's so cool. Just see such a calm hero. No freakouts, no crying, just... He knows shit needs to get done, and he gets it done. It's fucking awesome. So, like what happens in a horror movie, actually a zombie movie, a lot of things go wrong in zombie movies. Um, they get to the pump, the keys don't work. So, in a crazy, hurried plan... I'm not going to think about it, I just got to do it. Yeah, um, one of the kids, Tom, Tom and Judy Rose, uh, Tom pulls out a shotgun, and he's going to shoot the lock off the pump reasonable if it wasn't a shotgun if it was a low caliber he probably could have shot the lock off so he shoots the pump gas starts leaking out uh that torch that ben had is in the bed of the truck gasoline hits that and the whole truck and the pump go up giant explosion so ben judo flips and chops his way back to the house it's fucking amazing um and he gets back in so at this point cooper Seeing that, you know, the plans are kind of falling apart and it's about that time that he becomes even a bigger asshole, uh, attempts to take the gun away from Barbara. Uh, she's become a fucking ace at shooting at this point. Uh, he grabs the gun from her as she's getting grabbed by zombies and wastes a ton of bullets, just not killing them. Um, ben gets back into the house and it's kind of a argument happens and... Sarah, his daughter, at this point, finally turns to a zombie, eats the mom, and walks her way up the stairs. Um, she walks by Cooper and starts walking toward Ben and Barbara. At this point, they're ready to blow her away. And Ben, not wanting to be that much of a douchebag, tells Cooper to shoot it. And he's like, but that's my daughter. And he's like, you need to shoot that thing. If you don't, I will. Uh, ben pulls out the gun and Cooper, not understanding that that's not his daughter anymore, but that sucks. I don't have a kid, but okay, the closest thing to that, if Bella turned to a zombie, no, I'd drop kick the fuck out of Bella if she was a zombie cat. I'm not even going to play like I would be sitting there crying, tear my eye, having a Sophie's Choice about it. If zombie cat came toward me like on her like back feet walking, that'd be so cute. But if she was walking toward me with blood on her mouth, that cat's getting kicked out of the fucking window. But I would feel really bad because that's my cat. Um, the second Ben pulls up the gun to blow this little girl away, uh, Cooper shoots him in the gut. And then they have a, themselves a little gunfight. Um, so Barbara kills the kid. And um, Ben, at this point, Ben and Cooper don't really care about the zombies anymore. They don't care about the safety of everybody else. They just kind of want to kill each other. And once again, that's what happens with the alphas of a movie or a group. Um, somebody's got to be in charge. And it, 
at a certain point, everybody's just inconsolable. And everybody just wants to swing on each other. So, that always happens in, in zombie films. So, they have a shootout, and Ben is all types of fucked up. Cooper gets away, finds a an attic, stares to the attic, and he does that, and he hides. Um, that's how you know he this dude is 100% a piece of shit. Uh, he doesn't know where his wife is. and Yeah, he straight said, fuck it. Yeah, he just left her and went to the attic. And so, Cooper is gone for all intents and purposes at this point. Uh, ben, realizing that he's not long for this world, tells Barbara to go. So she grabs a gun from a cop in the bandolier, and she leaves him. Uh, she's very torn up about it because uh, Ben saved her life a ton in this movie, and she couldn't return a favor. She had to leave him. Um, so she makes her way out of the house, just sadly but calmly walking around the zombies. Um she kind of breaks down as she's leaving because she realizes that 100% it was fucking easy to just walk around these zombies. Uh, one zombie is a girl with, holding a doll. Um, she walks a couple of circles around the zombie and has time to cry and calmly nudge the zombie away while she's trying to get herself together. I think that zombie is supposed to be her mom. I don't think it is. I don't think. Why not? Why is the mom holding a baby doll i don't know i don't crazy i don't think it was the mom maybe it reminded her of somebody or something um she makes her way further down and uh she actually gets shot at and she freaks out and realizes that uh they are in pennsylvania i believe pittsburgh uh in the farmlands so some podunk uh pittsburgh people have been systematically going farm to farm and blowing away all the zombies um, that's why when there's a zombie film, that's why you never really see zombie films in farmland. It's always in cities because it's a lot easier to show zombies not getting taken care of really fast. In Shaun of the Dead, you see the Deus Ex Machina of the fucking army come out and they're destroying those zombies at the end. But usually in these movies, the zombies always take over in a city because it's just the number is absurd and how fast it spreads. Um, anytime it's in farmland, the podunk people got guns and the podunk people are going to spread out and just walk one direction and just scorch the earth. <laughs> and that's what they do. And, um, they're making a game of it and they're having fun. And so, um, she sleeps at the camp. Barbara wakes up the next day. Um, she's taking a look around the camp and, uh, there are food trucks out there. It's like FEMA showed up. Yeah, it's like news reporters are talking to some of the, the farm guys with the guns. Um, there's a scene. Um, there were zombies being lynched on trees, and the people were laughing about it, and then they shoot them up. Uh, that was going to be in the original film back in 68, but uh, that movie came out a few months after, uh, I want to say Martin Luther King's assassination, around that time. Uh, so race, <laughs> race relations were a bit, uh, bit steamy at that point, and George Romero wisely thought that having a lynching scene in a movie probably ain't the best thing to do. So um, they saved it, knowing that they were going to use that later. And so um, Barbara, I can't remember the line 100%, just watched it, but she says that we're the monsters, and um, she says we are them, they, they are us, and we are them. 
Yeah. So, um, so the night before, uh, they were the predators, and she's running for her life. But then when the light hits, they're not that scary, honestly, and they're just slow walking people that can't really defend themselves. So, um, she makes it back to the house, uh, the farmhouse that they were uh, posted up at the night before. And uh, there are a ton of guys there, and there's actually a pile of zombies out in front of the house, and they're going to set it on fire. And so um, they chainsaw their way into the the cellar, and a zombified Ben comes to the door. Uh, It turns and looks at Barbara, and for a second it seems like that he understands who it is. Yeah, he recognizes her. Yeah, and then he kind of opens his mouth. It's very much like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And then one of the farm guys that came with Barbara lights him up. Understandably so. He needed to die. He wasn't... That wasn't Ben 100% anymore. And so, this is the funny part. Uh, Cooper, after hearing all the gunshots and the people talking, creeps out from the attic. And he sees Barbara and he's like, you came back. Awesome. Cool. Like, I'm so glad to see you again. Barbara pulls up that gun, pulls up the heater. And blows that dude away. Peels his muffin cap back blue. And kills him. Because he's the reason that Ben's not there anymore. And yep. and honestly, Judy and Tom, everybody died because he was a piece of shit. Though Ben was a piece of shit too. But not as much. So, kills him. And she tells the farm guys that I uh, got another body for the fire. And so, at the end of the movie, Barbara has grown... Exponentially. And, yeah. <laughs> She's uh very hardened and very she hardcore. She was a weak bitch at the beginning. Yeah, and so she's, you know, getting used to the new world that she has to live in. Um, oh, uh, so Katie didn't understand. Um, ben, he took two gunshots to his chest, and he was a zombie at the end. And so I told her in this in this universe, it doesn't matter if you got bit if you die of like. Just natu- if your body is in a reasonable amount and your head's still there, you're gonna come back a zombie. Um, they they bring this up a lot in later films, but yeah, uh, you only way you can get rid of anything in that world is to take the head off. And so um, there's actually a spinoff adaptation because um, I'll bring it up now real quick. So the original film, uh, the reason this remake came out. Is because the original film, the company that released it, actually didn't put uh, the trademark in it, a, a copyright notice in the film. So the movie became public domain after a while. <laughs> Go fucking figure. So That fucking sucks. Yeah. So George Romero actually didn't get a ton of money for the original. And a lot of lawsuits later, he gets control back. But at this point... Um, the original and the remake released dozens of times in different forms because it was free to do. Um, there are tons of versions. When I was looking it up on Amazon, there was like six or seven versions of the same movie, but technically it's not the same one, quotation mark. So um, they were worried that someone out there if had enough money and energy would make an unauthorized remake of this and then finally you know, be able to strap, pop their name on there. So, um, they talk to Romero and he wants to do it and he helps out, but he doesn't want to direct this one. So they get Tom Savini, 
Uh, that name, if you don't remember, uh, he was he did Creep Show. He did a lot of um, visual arts for that. Um, he did From Dust Till Dawn. I remember. I can't remember what movie. I brought it up. Um, but he was Sex Machine, and he had the the revolver for a penis, well, a codpiece. He still had a penis, but uh, he he shot vampires with it. And uh, <laughs> Tom Savini's amazing. Um, just his eye for gore and splatter it, it's ridiculous and he after this point he helps out with i want to say all of the night uh well the the living dead films uh times of is amazing so he this is his directorial debut it's a great movie i like it a lot um one big difference with this film is the ending um a lot of the characters were pretty much the same cooper in both versions he's a piece of shit um, the 68 version, he's a little bit more, like, racist piece of shit, because he doesn't understand why they're listening to Ben's plan, because, I mean, there's more of, he doesn't trust him, and a little bit of, that's a black dude, he doesn't know what he's doing, why are we listening to him? Um, that comes up a lot, and they fight a lot <laughs> in this version and the original. Judy, Judy and Tom are pretty much the same, they want to help. Um, like I said, Barbara. Barbara is garbage water in the original. Um, she just sits there a lot of the time. And then she just cries and then zombies eat her. Um, so like I said, uh, the 90s version, Barbara, she's fucking amazing. And I don't know which version of Ben I like more. Uh, Tony Todd, because i seen it more times in color, you know? But the original... Oh, Fucking original. If you haven't seen the original Night of the Living Dead, go for it. It's not scary. It's, if anything, it's creepy. But the ending. So in the original movie, uh, Barbara's gone. Tom and Judy got exploded. Um, Cooper is dead. Um, yeah, headshot. Uh, yeah. And so uh, Helen gets eaten by her daughter. Actually, the daughter picks up a um, gardening... Uh, trowel and stabs her. It's weird. So, zombies sometimes... No, in the original one. Oh, okay. Not this one. Uh, in the original, she just stabs her to death. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, and then her scream was really weird. Uh, if Guido's listening to this, my buddy Guido, uh, I, he loves zombie movies, so I know he knows what I'm talking about. The scream was fucking weird sounding. Uh, ben, he gets back to the house, and he sees everything's gone to shit at this point. So, he locks himself up in the basement. The one thing he didn't want to do, but he's like, well, it's, this is my plan now. Yeah. So, the next day hits. Daytime. He's still alive. He gets out of the basement and he's creeping up. He hears talking, so he's like, hey, there are people here. And so, the point of view switches to the farmers with the guns from the outside. Um, they see the shadow. They see him moving. He's moving slow. And they're talking normal, nothing nothing crazy about him, but they're like, oh, hey, hey, it's another one of those things. You see it over there? He's like, oh, shit, yeah. And the farmer aims and shoots and kills him. Ben dies from just, just sheer shitty luck. At the end of the first one? Yeah. He made it all the way. It wasn't a racist guy. It was just the fact that he was being careful and the guy thought he was just a zombie. And Ben dies. He's, he made it through everything and he dies at the end. And they put him on the fire with the rest of the zombies. That's so shitty. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that ending is sad. Um, like I said, 
horror movies, usually they end with the people riding off into the sun, or they have like the little false finish like in every Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but a ton of them don't end like that. That was a sad fucking ending. Like, Ben made it. He stayed calm the entire time, and he fought for his life, and he gets to the end and just... He was moving a little too slow, and they thought he was a zombie. Um, I don't know which which ending I like more. I like that Barbara survives in the 90 version, but 68, man, that was a sad ending. And you sit there, and you're like, fuck, man, everybody died. Like, there's... Ah, it, it blows. But, yeah, it was a fucking great... Ah, this movie's fucking awesome. So, um, let me see what I got. Uh, honestly, there are tons of facts, but a lot of the facts are about just the whole copyright strikes and, um, the public domain problem and tons of versions of this movie. There are at least five versions of Night of the Living Dead, um, all with slight changes to the name, but if you're not looking hard enough, you'll probably get trapped into it. Um, like there's a dude on Netflix, he like like, flips the, the words of horror movies around. Like, I was looking through scary stuff, and it was a movie called The 13th Friday. And I looked at it, and I frowned, and I was like, that would probably trick somebody, and they'd watch a little bit of that. And then he would get a view and be like, yeah, I'm up to seven views. Fuck yeah, I get to make another movie. But, um, okay. So this movie came out October 19th. Eh. Uh, 1990. Uh, what do you think the budget for this film was? Oh, relatively low. They, I mean, there was one big explosion. There was a handful of vehicles. Quite a few cast members, but not really any, like, big names. At least not that I recognized besides the main, besides Ben. Yeah, Tony Todd. At this point, um... um and I don't even think, I think he's he was... he's done some stuff. He, well, okay. And, let's see. And then there was, like, the one house and the graveyard... Um, I'm gonna go 1990. I'm gonna say like three million dollars. Four point two million. Oh, okay, I was close. Um, okay. So the sad thing is thing about this version. Um, a lot of people, uh, they appreciated the newer look of it, but it was so close to the original version, in a lot of things. People, a lot of people said it was kind of unneeded, and so. Fair. The ratings, the ratings are pretty solid. I think this was a six point, almost a seven point on like IMDb. Uh, I love the movie; it's great. Uh, what do you think it made box office wise? Um, I'm gonna go eight million. Five point eight. Ooh, yeah, it was just barely. Yeah, just barely made its money. Uh, it's a shame. I don't, I don't know. I think at that point. The original was so ridiculous. That's like the Avengers coming out. First Avengers movie. Everybody's like, fuck yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. And then like 20 years later, they remake it because they think they can do it better. And you yeah. watch it and you're like, eh? you're like, I like, I like that version. It's, it's great. Um, it's a shame. This version's amazing, but for the time... I don't know, a lot of people thought it was kind of, they didn't need to do it, but they had to, honestly, financially and, you know, public domain-wise, they had to do it to, you know, keep this shit theirs, but, 
Uh, it's a shame. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, I want to say uh, Roger Ebert gave it, a, I think, what, two stars? And he said it was it's it's so close to the other one. He's like yeah, but what does he usually give horror films anyways? Like horror. Films, oh, it's funny. The original Alien. He never didn't, get. He didn't very like well. it at first, of and then later on, and later on, he said it was an amazing film and needed yeah, needs to be saved. Never, fucking critics never like horror films. Yeah. They don't have. There's not enough plot line. Like running away from something that's trying to kill you is not enough of a plot line. For a movie critic, there's no like, there's no love, there's no, you know, insane backstory, there's no like trials and tribulations. You just gotta like run for your life and hope you don't get caught by whatever's trying to kill you. Yeah. Okay. So after seeing the movie, um, what's your seven word synopsis for this? Oh damn it! I forgot I had to do that. Ha! <laughs> uh, I think I got one um sitting. So uh, cooperate or else. You will get eaten. Um, yeah. Honestly. Um, you can probably walk past those zombies. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the ticket. Mm. (laughs) Introvert and black guy kill all zombies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's to the fucking point. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's one of those rare films where the black guy is actually, like... He's the protagonist. He's the one, like, doing the thing. He's not the first guy to die. He's not the weird, like, conspiracy theory guy in the background. Like, he did die in this film, eventually. But it wasn't early in the film like many uh, people of color tend to die or how most people of color die in horror films oh yeah so thinking about that um, one more our minority kill count we are up to 15 people 15 we are past the halfway point of these movies we way the, more we're only at 10 more yeah and we're up to 15 man rest in peace ben rest in peace sis uh <laughs> let me note that none of the people who have died have been hispanic or Asian. Oh, yeah, no, Hispanic mechanic. Oh, one Hispanic. He exploded. I forgot about Ghost Ship. I already, like, wiped it from my mind. <laughs> okay, one Hispanic mechanic, and then 14 uh, African Americans, <coughs> and zero Asians have died so far in this horror movie countdown. I know, like, two movies in my head. I can, I could add at least two. <laughs> That newer Friday Thirteenth. There's an Asian dude. He's gross. Um, he drinks a beer from a shoe. Uh, last Train to Busan. Literally everyone in that movie that hell yeah is Asian. Fuck man. <laughs> if you want to, okay, a newer zombie movie, Train to Busan. Check that out. Yeah, it's, Last uh, Train to Busan is so it's Korean, right? Good. Uh, I thought it was Japanese. I thought it was Korean. I mean, I don't know. One of them could be Korean, could be Japanese film. It's sub. There's subtitles. It's so. it's great. Uh, they're making an American version because we can't think of an idea on our own. Because we're trash and we can't just fucking read subtitles. Like, yeah. So soon idiots. enough, learn to read, people. Soon enough, there will be an American version. Train to fucking I don't know. Train to Tucson or some stupid oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> Sadly, and uh, train to New York. Yeah. Last train to New York. Train to Albany. Stupid <laughs> shit. 
But it, it'll probably do, huh? And then they'll be like, Last train to Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It'll uh, be dumb as fuck. Don't watch suck. that version. Watch the original. Yeah. Last train to Busan. It's so good. It's on Netflix. Definitely watch it. It's really, a, really, 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 really good. They're making a part two. Train I to know. I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to be fucking great. It was great. There's like a baseball team. There's a whole thing. You guys just need to watch the film. Yeah, man. It's so good. You got to go train to train, like car to car. To like get to the safe place in this bitch, and they're just fighting their way through. Oh, it's, it's so good! It's so good. Okay, now that we're on this whole thing, we brought up another zombie movie. Uh, are there any other zombie movies that you actually appreciate? Shaun of the Dead. Oh, Shaun of the Dead's fucking solid. If you haven't seen Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> we're gonna got you gonna give you guys a list of movies, at least three of these bad boys that you should watch because they're fucking great. Shaun of the Dead, Train to Busan. Uh, what else you got? Oh, damn. I love Dawn of the Dead. Uh, so just like this movie, they make a remake down the road a little bit. Uh, Ving Rhames is in it. Uh, the one nerdy dad from Modern Family, he's in it. He's a piece of shit, too. Uh, there are a ton of people. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, um, the original is really good. They're in a mall fighting for their lives. It's fucking great. Z Nation? No, World War Z. Oh right? yeah, with the with running zombies. Brad Pitt with Brad Pitt and the running zombies. Yeah, that movie's really. It was actually good. pretty good. I didn't think it was gonna be that good. Neither did I. They didn't follow um, any zombie like actual attributes that and everyone else agrees on. Well, in that, in there's a book. It's named after a book, and oh. it's nothing. Well, of course not. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty good one. I enjoyed myself. World War Z was good. And then um, I don't think I have another one in my head. Um, I like Return of the Living Dead. Um, so, in that, it's an alternate reality of Night of the Living Dead. So, Return of the Living Dead, um, those zombies are indestructible. Um, they get cut up, the head gets destroyed, and the body is still moving and fighting. You cannot stop them. And so, every movie, uh, they kind of connect, and sometimes they don't. But, it just, people just die. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're smart. There's one scene where the zombies, uh, they, so, okay. There's one zombie, it was in a vat, uh, the army find this dead body, and they reanimate it somehow. And so, they're doing these tests, they're driving, it falls off a truck, and it rolls somewhere. Um, this guy thinks that there's something cool in it, so they open it up, the gas knocks them out, and they fall asleep, and they get sick. The zombie is just liquefied. And so the gas gets out into the environment, and uh, that's the problem for later. So this actually wasn't liquefied. It was fucked up. But the zombie gets up. They fight the zombie. They throw it into an incinerator, and it burned the body up. And then the gas gets out and infects everybody else. Yep. A uh, cloud yeah. of zombie smoke goes to the sky. And then it starts, everyone turns into zombies. It starts to rain, and it rains over a cemetery, and all the zombies wake up. Of course. And so, there's a scene where the cops are shooting the zombies. Um, oh, me and Steve watched it. It was fucking great because this one cop says, they're psychos, and shoots at them. They kill all the cops. And then the zombie hops onto the radio and says, send more police. And they're like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> send more. And more cops come. And they jump them. And so, the send cops realize. More police. Yeah. So they realize, oh, if we go on this radio, we can just get more food to come here. Um, the movies are depressing because they can't win. The humans cannot win. 
Um, but they're great. Uh, very funny, silly. Um, there's boobies in them. A lot of death. But uh, oh, I'm dumb. I got another movie. Oh, what you got? Zombieland. Oh yeah. And the new one that we need to go see soon. I think it's we need to, out. It, yeah, it came out this past weekend. We had to find a time to go see it. Oh yeah, uh, that would be a good one to do for the reviews. Zombieland is damn good. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty solid. There's actually rules that are pretty smart, and you have to follow them or you'll die. Buckle up. Oh, uh, 28 days later. Buckle up or you'll die. 28 days later. 28 weeks later. That weeks was all right. 28 days later was a lot better. It got a little silly. Oh, yeah, because the dad's like in a subway. I was going to say end. this, but I couldn't remember if there was actual zombies in it because all I can ever think of is the like weird vampire dogs things. Resident Evil. Yeah. There's zombies in that. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of like mutated weird shit in that film, so yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call it a zombie film. Though there are I mean, zombies in it. I mean, technically, it is a zombie film. Um, but just like the games. Oh, yeah. Um, just like in the games, zombies are the low tier problem. You can honestly run past them and you really should. So you don't waste ammo. But then you hit a corner and then there's a thing called a liquor. And uh, it's got a tongue that's like 20 foot long and cut your head off. And uh, and then you got a nemesis and Mr. X, big dudes, and trench coats ready to swing on you. And, uh, yeah, there's way more problems in the Resident Evil world than zombies. But they're all, like, upgraded zombies, honestly. I Am Legend. Uh. Planet Terror. Oh, yeah. Damn, there are a lot of good zombie movies. Uh, I would say that I Am Legend, they're more vampires than zombies. Because they don't like the sun. But then that one version of I Am Legend Omega Man, they were kind of like zombies, but then they ha- still had the same like light problem, but they could talk. There's also that movie uh, Warm Bodies. I never saw it, but I wanted to see it. Where that that kid becomes a zombie and then falls in love with the girl. Yeah, love. love it's like uh, Shaun of the Dead-ish. Wasn't like, it? Like he's not quite a full zombie because he loves the girl. Or that wasn't whatever. Stephanie Meyer, was it? I have it? no idea. I can't remember who wrote that story. It's a book, Warm Bodies. Uh, I, I don't. Th- I don't think it did that good. Cause the movie did okay because it had the kid from X Men in it. Oh yeah, a lot of these movies had good people in them, and they still poop. No, but that's why it. That's why it did well. Oh, it, Nic- like Nicholas Holt. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. Like, you know. Holt. Um. So yeah, there are a ton of zombie films out there. Um. I think I could probably think of but one more, one or two more, but they're great. Um, it's one of my favorite genres because uh, it, it, there's a lot of character building in it because zombies are always there and they're always punching on the wall. So you, you don't really have to explain or get deep into the zombies motivations because they just want to bite people. That's all they want to do. Um, but the people, uh, it's just like The Walking Dead, that show. Uh, zombies are there, but they're not the real threat. It's the crazy people down the street that are like, hey, I want your stuff, and I'm going to kill you for it. It's those people you have to fight off, you not know? Not Stephanie Meyer. It was written by a man. Oh, okay. Isaac Marion. Okay. Warm bodies. I thought sure, you, why not? I thought you weren't going to say the name of the person. You're like, it was by a guy. <laughs> and just go about your day. I was like, that's cool. His name was Isaac. He wrote 
a zombie love story. That's stupid. <laughs> if you're a zombie, your body's just like. I mean, vampires are kind of zombies. Your body's like necrotic on the undead. inside. How would you get better? Everything stopped. You're dead. I know that. Love can't make things grow back. No, it can't. But if love can stop you from eating me, then yeah, I guess. Then I guess I'd keep you around. It's, <laughs> it's still silly, but anywho. Yes, it's a dumb pr- movie premise. Yeah. So, um, most rom coms are. <laughs> you got anything else? I don't think so. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, it was okay. Um, I think I would have liked it better had I seen the first one so I could kind of differentiate, like, or seen the changes that they made between the two films. Um, I definitely liked that they gave the girl a lot more power. Like I said earlier, um, I did think that it was very, um, feminist of them, like, to have done that in the 60s, which they apparently they didn't do, but I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think the it was really cool to have a female character, like, female protagonist who just was no-nonsense. Like, she was screamy for a minute, and then she just, like, whooped ass. She went from uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween to Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween 2018, like, in the span of a minute. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. Like she, she went from screaming to whooping ass, and it was good. And all due to some guy that she randomly met that showed up at the house that she was at. Um, that was pretty cool. That's why I I kind of picked that for that reason. I th- I thought you would appreciate the characters a little bit more in this one. Yeah. Um, I know you'll you'll love Ben from the original one, but that's kind of well, and it. I don't like racism. Like <laughs> I uh, since you were talking about it that the fact that Cooper's character didn't like Ben in the original film, like, because it was racially based, like, his hatred for Ben or disagreement with Ben was racially based, uh, that would have definitely made it a lot worse. Like, I don't feel like this film, there was no sense uh, that it was a race thing. It was just this weird, like, alpha male, like, I have to be right. No, I'm the one that's right. No, you're right. I'm right. Like, one of us, both of us are right, and we can't agree. Um... And there was no, like, racist undertone there at all. Like, I didn't feel any racism in this film. Not at all. At all. Everyone was just like, yeah, there's fucking zombies outside. Like, let's work together. Let's figure it out. And then the weird alpha male thing. But I think the racism in the first one would have upset me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like I said, uh, for showing someone for the first time Night of Living Dead... um, Honestly, you should go for the original first, but I just thought this one would do a little bit better in Katie's eyes. And I kind of want to see it again. It's been a very long time since I've seen this version. And, uh, nah, this is fucking great. But, uh, at some point we'll watch the original one and you can bask in the glory that is original Ben and him just being just the boss that he is and being way more calm than it's been. Um, but yeah, no. It's great. Watch the movie. Watch both versions. Actually, watch, like, don't watch all the versions. There's, like, seven versions of this movie. Don't watch them all, but watch these two. They're great. Um, I don't got nothing else. Oh, uh, the bad guy. I don't want to put Cooper on a team because he's kind of old. And no, I don't want to put a zombie. No, zombies are not worth nah. it. They're slow and they don't do anything. We'll put them on the side of... Or let them bite people before the game or something. We'll let them do something. No, they're... They're boring. Yeah. 
Oh, I forgot. We haven't had anyone to put on the team in a long time. Oh no, we already um, had Mike Myers. The on it. the Alien episode. Um, I've I was gonna talk to you about it for fourth kind. No, Alien. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so like Alien special power if they eat something, or if the face hugger jumps on somebody, they get the characteristics of the person. So they're like Kirby's. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking we put the Alien in like. The outfield, because it's tall as fuck. It, it grabs stuff. But then we let it eat, like, Ken Griffey Jr. And then we <laughs> had a Ken Griffey Jr. alien out there. And then he's hopping off the wall and grabbing stuff. He's a little bit better. Then we get a Mark McGuire alien and let, you know, let him just bomb those. So you're saying get rid of our entire baseball field? <laughs> nah, just to get a couple spots. Get a Daryl Strawberry alien. Just a couple of people. <laughs> And we just cover our, cover all the spots. Why, that we don't why need. are all of your fucking baseball references from The Simpsons? Like you haven't watched baseball in twenty years. Wasn't it? It was the best people. Because they were all roided out and they weren't allowed to play actual baseball. <laughs> all the people in that the only reason they could join Mr. Burns' team is because they couldn't actually play for the MLB in that year because they were roided out. <laughs> oh man, that's a good episode. Yeah, that has, they're not necessarily good players. And there's been a lot better players in the last 20 years, 30 years since that episode aired. You mean to tell me Steve Sachs isn't the best baseball player? Yes, that is what I mean to tell you. Oh, that's a shame. Simpsons told me otherwise. Of course it did. <laughs> and but, you're talking about your alien, they'd have to go to Ken Griffey Jr. at this moment. Ken Griffey Jr. is like 60. What the fuck is he going to do? She'll take the best parts of him. Not gonna make the alien old. He's not fast. It takes the best parts. He's not fast anymore. He's old. Eh. That's my point. Well, the alien's gonna be fast either way. So I don't know. Put one alien on the field. Yeah. In the just in the outskirts. Are we yeah. also gonna put a predator on the outfield and they can just fight each other? <laughs> no, they'd be friends. Would they? <laughs> if we don't raise them up to, to hate each other, they'll be friends. Uh yeah, and then nine months later, we have a Predalien in the fucking the outfield. Yeah, that was such a shitty movie. <laughs> An alien and a predator and a Predalien. Oh, man. Alien vs. Predator uh, Requiem. Requiem? That is a terrible movie. Sorry, we're getting way off topic. Jesus. We were trying to end this with Jesus this Christ. Podcast. I'm, I'm mad now thinking about that. <laughs> Fuck, that was a shitty movie. Well, thanks. I got you mad because you got me mad with that dumbass Rolling Stones article. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you got hot <laughs> I did I did if you guys want to get heated over absolutely our like dumb shit look up uh, Rolling Stones top 100 singers like they have a list of their top 100 singers from like when was it 2010 that they yeah. posted that I don't know it popped up in Otis's news feed and he read it and he just cringed and then he sent it to me so I could be fucking angry <laughs> and he succeeded in making me angry. The list is garbage. And if you would like to also be angry, find that list. You, you will be angry. Yeah. It was terrible. I'm mad that I saw it and read it. But, uh, yeah. So now you're living dead. Watch it. It's great. Uh, Watch both versions. Yeah. I don't got nothing else. And other zombie movies. Uh, yeah. It's Halloween time. So watch scary shit. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, I'm going to edit. The Alien one is done. Um, and so you should see this before this one. It'll pop up one day later. I've passed out last night. 
Um, I edited the two before the Alien one and put those out. And then I watched... <laughs> so when I was editing, I was watching House of Wax. That's such a shitty movie. Um, I could do a review over that. I might do a quick like 10-minute one. It, it doesn't have a lot of substance to it. You get to see... Paris Hilton wiggle around. She doesn't show any boobs or anything. Of course but, she uh, doesn't. But she wiggles and shows off. Uh, she had her butt. It was tiny, but it was kind of cool. And she was like in a little bikini thing. I, it was cool. But um, I don't know why you're telling me this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but yeah, it was. There were a lot of nods to her just being like slutty, but she wasn't. She was actually like. Not slutty, but they... Not they, slutty in the movie, but slutty the angles, in... The angles in the movie, there was one part, it looked like she was, um, like, you know, doing nasty stuff to... Okay, save it for... Okay, okay, yeah, Save anyway. it for your other one. So, yeah, um, this is great. Uh, I'll drop this movie soon, and um, I might do House of Wax real quick. It's, it's shitty. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I'll drop this, and I'll see you guys in... Shit. Less than tomorrow. a day. Tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Oh, it's Tuesday. So um, on Tuesdays, I'll try to pick a movie that I have a strong memory about. Um, I'll try to think of another movie that mom really dug or just something with me, Terrell, or Steve. Uh, I'll pick one and go over it and do a little story time. We'll throw back Tuesday, even though it's supposed to be Thursday, but fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so I'll do some story time with that, and uh, I'll see you guys soon. So, thanks. See you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. Wrong button.